Welcome back to episode eight of Growing Through It. I'm your host, Peter Frito. Today, we have on the interventionist at Silver Creek High School, if you would like to introduce yourself a little bit. Oh, thanks, Peter. My name's Ms. Gurner, and um, as you said, I'm the mental health interventionist at Silver Creek. Um, so I literally just get to hang out and talk to kids and be, um, you know, someone you can talk to or get support from, just a safe space to talk with an adult. So how, how is the interventionist different from a counselor? So unlike the counselors, um, I don't have to worry about your schedules. I don't have to worry about, you know, getting you into college or what comes after college. Um, my sole focus gets to just be on supporting our kids. Did you, why did you choose to be an interventionist instead of a counselor? Is there just something different? So actually my background is school counseling. Um, that's what I went to school for. Um, and I, you know, I did some long-term sub jobs as a school counselor and things like that. Um, and then this opportunity came along to be the interventionist at Silver Creek. And I'd been wanting to work at Silver Creek for quite some time. And so I jumped all over it. Oh, well, that's good. I'm glad that you're here. <laughs> well, thank you. So um, I guess as everyone's been impacted by COVID, how have, you, how have you seen it impact teens differently from, I guess, adults? Um, you know, with the teens, I've been seeing a lot of um, kind of loss of motivation. Um, there's been a lot of sadness around this feeling of isolation. Um, you know, and I think I find that interesting because I, I see teens on social media and things like that so much that I think we take for granted that um, that you do really need that personal connection as well. Um, so just having to rely on the, you know, the web or your social media to be connected with people is actually super isolating. Yeah, I agree. I feel like I've noticed with at least being online since, since October, it's kind of like you see everyone in your class, but it's it's different from, I don't know, sitting next to your friend, like physically in the classroom instead of just seeing them online. Right. There's something about that connection of just being in the same space as someone else, right? Mm, yeah. I kind of thought that in the beginning of it, that seeing people online, I'd be like, oh, that's kind of fun, just seeing like them in class on like WebEx. But then as it kind of went on, I was like, I kind of miss seeing people like physically in my class. And I guess that this, this shared space is what you're talking about. It's kind of nice to have. Yeah. Yeah. With the, with the sadness, I guess you said that they're kind of more sad and isolated. How can students try to adapt and overcome? Um, so, you know, one thing is that is to really try to stay connected, which I know sounds super redundant, but, you know, based on what I just said. Um, but, you know, like I totally understand WebEx and Zoom and FaceTime fatigue we all get so sick of being on these platforms. Um, however, 
there's still really great ways to stay connected to your friends and family. You still get to see them, you get to talk to them. Um, it's it's still more of a connection than being on email or text or just totally isolating. Because um, the isolation piece, you know, can sometimes become unhealthy. Oh, yeah, I get that kind of just sitting in your room and not doing yeah. So, you know, staying connected, um, one, actually two things that I did um, with my two children and for myself um, in the spring when it was, you know, super locked down, um, was we started practicing daily gratitude and daily mindfulness. Um, and both of those tools are really powerful anyway. Um, you know, with daily gratitude, you can literally retrain your brain. Um, to develop a more positive and grateful outlook. Um, and, you know, kind of the same thing with mindfulness. It helps us feel calmer. Um, it causes us to be less reactive. It allows us to focus our attention more. Um, we can let go of stress. It improves our relationships. Um, and so by practicing these things daily, I saw a dramatic shift in my own two children's mental health um, because they were feeling really isolated, just like our students were feeling really isolated. And so these are things that I tr oh, yeah. try to, you know, promote with students as I meet with them. Mm -hmm. um, I guess I've seen kind of the thing is uh, like if you're more people are sad, I've seen that being nice, like showing acts of gratitude actually helps with like depression and other things. Like they won't like get you out of a depressive state, but it'll make you feel, it'll make you feel different and a little bit happier. Like when you go out and help someone, I've seen that. Yeah. It's actually been shown to like increase optimism and happiness and decrease your stress and anxiety. Um, you know, it feels good to in a world right now where we are bombarded with so many negatives it can be incredibly refreshing to take a moment and think about the things around us that we are grateful for that are going well. Have you seen more or less students now than in the past? Um, I actually see a lot more students right now. <laughs> um, so yeah, yeah, this is probably the most I've seen kids um, this, I'm, this is my, I'm halfway through my third year now. Um, and this has by far been my busiest year. Oh, wow. Well, I mean, I guess that that's better that a lot of kids are coming to you, but I guess not in the circumstances. You know, I, I like to think of it as at least, you know, kids are reaching out. Kids are asking for help and accepting help. Um, and I find that to be incredibly positive. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that, I guess growth, coming back to growth mindset, being able to put yourself out there and realize that you need some help, you need some guidance is really important. Absolutely. And understanding that it's okay to ask for help. Um, you know, I think there's such a stigma around mental health sometimes, and I think a lot of that is kind of starting to be lifted. Um, there's starting to be a lot bigger push around supporting mental health. Um, but I still think that sometimes 
you know, there's concern around asking for help around mental health. Yeah, I think I've seen that too. And also with um, teens, it seems that there's a stigma there. Um, just seeing kind of seeming, looking kind of weak, asking like a teacher or someone for help. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Or that you're somehow a failure because you can't handle everything on your own. Um, you know, and it couldn't be farther from the truth with that. I think it's also a bit of fear too. Sometimes students know that you have all the resources like you or counselors or teachers, but I think still some students are afraid to reach out to adults. I mean, friends that you can talk to, like a best friend that you can tell your problems to, but it's also different to be able to speak to an adult about your problems. I think that that's what some kids are afraid of or ashamed of even. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, especially, you know, if you don't, if you don't know me, you haven't met me, um, or, you know, you, you don't have a, a deep relationship with your counselor or whomever, it's really hard to sit down in front of somebody that you either don't know or don't know super well and just spill everything that's going on, um, you know, as opposed to your best friend who knows you inside and out. <laughs> it's a lot easier to sit down with them and tell them, you know, what's going on for you. Yeah. Do you have any tips for students or just anyone if they want to try to get to know their counselor or their teacher, they're more adults in their school, uh, their school better? Um, you know, first step is just having the courage to start that conversation. Um, you know, it, it can be, like I said, that, that piece can be really intimidating. Um, but if you want to form a connection with, you know, an adult in the building, just go talk to them, introduce yourself. Or if they, you know, if you already know them, you know, let them know like, hey, I'd love to, to chat sometime. Like, can we set up a WebEx or can I set up an appointment to come to your office? You know, you don't have to come in the first time and spill everything that you have going on. You can take your time and and start to try and build a relationship with that adult, you know? And I think that happens really organically for a lot of students with teachers because you're with your teachers, um, you know, every other day or sometimes daily. And so it kind of organically happens that you build these relationships with teachers. So I think that's why it's easier sometimes for a student to first confide in a teacher uh, before going to a counselor or to, you know, an interventionist. Um, but I, like you said, I think taking that first step and just asking for a meeting, it doesn't have to be anything serious. Just ask for that meeting. Yeah. Getting, getting that first kind of step and initiating, I think is important. Mm -hmm. So I just wanted to wrap things up and thank you for your time. Sure. Is there anything else you is there anything else you'd like to add before we sign off? Um, going back to tools, I just want to shamelessly plug sources of strength, <laughs> if that's okay with you. Oh, that's fine. Okay, so Ms. Myers and I run um, a club called Sources of Strength, um, and you know it's a really great way to promote connection and mental health. Um, it's focused around the wheel. The eight pieces of the wheel are mental health, physical health, 
family support, positive friends, mentors, healthy activities, generosity, and spirituality. And the goal of Sources of Strength is to just spread hope, help, and strength um, while bringing people together to support one another and to figure out ways to support yourself when pieces of that wheel aren't going well. You can rely on the ones that are. Um, so we're going to start meeting up in February. So if anyone has questions about that, feel free to reach out to myself or Ms. Myers. Um, yeah, that's my that's my plug. <laughs> Thank you for that. I'll, I'll be there in February. Too. Awesome. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, of course. That was our Silver Creek High School interventionist, Ms. Ashley Gurner. If you're ever feeling down or isolated or something, maybe try practice daily gratitude and daily mindfulness. Like put down, put down your electronics, your phone, and just write down some things that make you happy that you're thankful for. Like I'm thankful for being able to play sports, having supportive friends, teachers at the school too, are a great support system. So also don't forget to reach out to Ms. Gurner or Ms. Myers if you have any questions about sources of strength and make sure you guys get some sunlight today and I'll see you next time.